What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Why well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. Good job. I am back with another podcast. And uh, you guys already know all my guests are special guests, even if they don't feel special. So I'm going to allow this person to introduce themselves. Um, so go ahead. Hey, everybody. My name is Louis Rivera. I'm a, an old friend of Terry's. Uh, you know what? I'm don't sorry. I didn't a, think about don't that. I have a call me Terry on the podcast. I forgot. I forgot. That's I was cool. meant to ask you this before we started. It's cool. Terrell. Yes. Terrell. <laughs> All right. Terrell. That's how Scratch you know that. that we're friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm an old friend, uh, resident of Oxnard, Ventura County area. Uh, nothing special really going on with me. I'm a truck driver for a living, 40 hours a week, aspiring to uh, be a writer, maybe a podcaster eventually. You should. Yeah, yeah. Nothing like this. I don't have that kind of charisma, but, you know, <laughs> I'd like to get there at some point, some fictional podcasts. Okay, so I was telling you, because I had a podcast before this one with this yes, yes, Jay Stevens. When I tell you the podcast was going amazing, the first 15, 20 minutes, and then my soundboard went out, and I was like, are you serious? Um, And I had to start over. <laughs> And I was oh, no. like, uh, and I was like, I'm so sorry. This has never happened. And usually, I do a, I record the video too, just in case anything like that could happen. Right. That I have a second recording. Um, and that's the one time I didn't do it. <laughs> um, happened. Yeah. So I was just like, oh my god. But I was like, you know, I'm not even gonna sweat it. I'm not even gonna ask you some of the same questions because, you know, like I wanted to be authentic and I don't want us to fake fake anything. So she was a good sport about it, um, and I mean, at the end of the day, it was good. It, it went, it went well, but I still, I was just like, this is so not professional. <laughs> like, like out of all of my guests that I've ever had on here, and I've had some regular, smegular people. Not to say that anybody's different than anybody else, no, but of like not. when it's an artist, like oh, you know, yeah. like that could hurt me in the long run, like you know. But she was really chill about it, really, really cool. So I don't think she minded at all. Um, but yeah, so that that's how that went. So I'm praying that that never happens again. I have some, <laughs> I have two more podcasts, not today, but in the coming future with two big artists. Yeah, yeah. So I'm praying that that never happens again. I'm looking at this, make sure everything's cool. Um, but yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's pretty much, that was how that went and went. But my day's that's going crazy. Good. How's your day going? Uh, it's, it's going normal, man. It's not, it's nothing special. Actually it is special. Cause I'm on your show today. I was like super excited this whole time. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a long time listener, yes. first time caller, you know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> it's crazy to be on the, on the show, you yeah, know? It's, um, I know I was really surprised when you had told me that you actually listened to the podcast. Um, oh yeah. 
Cause I realistically speaking, I don't know who listens to my podcast. I see the views, I see my analytics, so I know people are listening, and I've even seen people that are listening from like um, Norwood, um, right, um, or even France or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, what? And then someone hit me up. They're like, oh yeah, I live in South Africa. I listen to your podcast. I'm like, what? Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, they so, had like a lot of viewers in Africa and yeah, stuff so like it's, that. It's really cool to to um. To find out that you know people actually do listen to the podcast um and from all over the world you know and who who would think that someone's listening you know and granted <laughs> i'm still not i'm not on a huge platform or anything like that but it's coming i can feel it oh it's funny because like when you i i think you put some stuff out prior to the to your podcast like you're gonna start doing some stuff or some stuff was gonna come out whatever and i don't I, on instagram or somewhere i don't know where i saw it and when I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, that's a pro- that makes sense to me." Like, I don't know why know, this hasn't happened a long time ago. I mean, we we be in the car way yes. back in the day, and I'm like, we could be doing a show right now. Yeah. And you Just- know what's so crazy is that I tell people like, because you know, there's a TikTok and everything that's so big right now, and I'm like, I was the first TikToker. Like, we used to do videos all the time, <laughs> like, and but now when I'm like sitting here now, creating a TikTok, I'm like. Uh, I cringe like I don't like I don't really post them because I'm just like I don't know where it happened where I really didn't care at all back in the day to yeah, where I yeah. care so much and it's not even about what other people think but it's about what I think like oh that's bad you know and I don't know where it because usually when you get older you start caring less but <laughs> well i mean it makes sense because you're developing a brand now like this you're putting yourself out there and i mean this is a very vulnerable place to be like where you're at like even talking about the guests you have on like i can't you every episode you've been on you've always been just super chill like i couldn't imagine you stressing out like it just seemed like even when things are going around like oh, i'm sorry i don't know why this is happening like you I just really seem so like cool about it too. you know <laughs> and so for me it's like i I get it like you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable state you're really kind of pursuing this point of your career for like the first time and of course you're going to be nervous i mean but i think you're doing a great job personally and thank you i love it i love it man like it i knew like you talked about like a lot of friends saying in the past or even uh prior to doing the podcast like you should do a podcast you should do yeah. something and you're like nah nah i'm like i thought about that a long time ago i mean podcast wasn't a thing then but i yeah. was like terry's definitely got the personality or i'm sorry a terrell definitely has the personality <laughs> for, <laughs> for this you know uh-huh. yeah and so was, like i'm just really happy to see you and i want to support you re- legit like the minute i saw i was like it was weird like a few people started podcasts around the same time you did uh-huh. i was like i, I know them i want to like listen to them and subscribe to them and see what they're doing and, and just be that sort of moral support. Cause it's hard, you know, yeah. like, like I said, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable state. You're starting your, you're just starting this thing you've had a dream for or some idea of, and you know, you, you need those people back there, you know? And I, I'm just one of many people, but you know, one of many people can help, I guess. No, or just try to be just, it, yeah. It's kind of like van. I used to work at van. So like kind of like van shoes, like they never did a commercial. It's literally word of mouth. So as long as wow. somebody's listening and then they tell somebody else like, Oh, you should check this out. Like it, it goes a long way. Um, I, uh, yeah, again, like I said, I, it, it's not so far fetched as I make it seem. 
or as I think about it, like it's really not yeah. that far fetched. I used to film myself record stupid stuff, not stupid, but yeah, stupid um, stuff all the time. Um, and scream out the window, Latoya Lucky, you know? <laughs> yes. Latoya Bebe. Um, <laughs> but, and so to now have this podcast, and I, I did an episode with this artist, um, Crystal um, Tamar, and you were probably in one of the cars where I was bumping one of their songs. But um, Oh, for sure. I don't, um, well, I don't know, but we were doing a lot of songs yes, when we were together. Yes. So, um, but... She was saying like, oh, well, then like, her dreams kind of came full circle. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She said you wanted to help people in the industry and then you wanted to have your own show and you're doing both. And I'm like, I'll be damned. Like, I I didn't even realize it. Like, it didn't occur right. to me. Um, so it's it's really just, um, uh, I guess, a blessing. Like, some days I'm like, oh, I don't want to record a podcast today. And then as soon as I push record, I'm like, hey, how you doing? Like, and it just, <laughs> it just comes so natural. Um, but we haven't, I haven't had a conversation with you in, I don't want to say a conversation, but I haven't like talked in years. It's been years. No, it's no, for years. sure. It's, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I don't and talk to... I mean, like it's, it's not really like for me, like, I know we don't talk a lot, but like, you've always felt like, like family, you know? Uh, yeah. So like, we you were, know, there's we family you don't talk to at one point. What happened? I'm sorry to hear I that. I said we were extremely close at one point. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I think actually, you know, now that I'm here, like, I think I, I really do appreciate you putting me on here because I don't think I know for a fact that I wasn't a great friend back in the day. Like, um, and a lot of that comes from my past and, and stuff I've sort of unpacked later in my life this last, maybe I would say five years or so that I've really sort of began to understand myself. But regardless, I just, I look back and I wasn't, I didn't, you know, one thing I actually learned recently, even more so, more, more, more clearly about myself. It wasn't just that I wasn't a good friend. It was that I didn't know how to be a good friend. Mm. And I had people in my life, fortunately, like you, who, who was there to be that example. But at the time, I just wasn't willing to listen, to learn, or I was just in my own headspace at the time. And I didn't really understand myself. And it just came off as, I don't think I was a terrible friend, like, I, you know, I but didn't. I don't know how you would, I mean, you can be honest with me, but like, <laughs> I, I but, but the thing <laughs> about me is when people sort of separate from me to some degree, like I have this, I, I easily let them drift away from me because mm -hmm. a part of me is like, oh, well, obviously they didn't want to hang out with you anyways. Mm. So, and, and so then I don't engage as much. And I have actually, oddly enough, I thought about this a few years ago all of my friends were friends of friends or friends of my cousins. Like the only friend I ever made, I didn't even make, it was my friend, an old friend named David, you know, David. Yes, I know David. Love David. Uh, and so he was like originally the only person who ever like I made a friend with, but he even, he was the one who initiated. Mm -hmm. And then every other friend I had was like David's friend, Ian. And then Ian had friends, Megan and, and Stephanie. And they were my friends. And then this core group I ended up gathering was just friends of friends. Mm -hmm. And so I, I even look back and realize, wow, I didn't even develop the skill set to make friends. Like, yeah, that I, was just, it was, it was weird. It's weird to think, like, as an adult, like, you don't even know how to make friends, but <laughs> it's something I'm learning. I think that I, I will say, so when we became friends, it was because of church. Um, right, for sure, for sure. Um, I had that crutch, for sure. Yeah, and I feel like 
I feel like I'm a likable person. I have a good personality. So oh, it's, it's yeah. easy for me to make friends. But I will say going to the church and then being able to like go out and try to get people to come to church has made it easier for me to speak to people that I don't know or don't talk to and build right. a relationship with, with people. And I, and it's, it, I've carried that with me my entire life. My, maybe I'm a natural don't, you know, but I, you know, carried that with me my whole life. And I feel that the reasoning be kind, and I don't even know if you really know everything that had went on, um, but once I kind of stopped going to the church, our friendship kind of drifted apart. It did. It did. And, and that's my bad on the, uh, a little bit for sure. Uh, yeah. And then and I'll tell you why I end up stopped talking to you completely. <laughs> but um, um, so that's why I like this podcast. We're real. We're real about <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. So the the um, I stopped going to church. So I don't know if you even know why I had stopped going to church. So there was this event on a Friday that we that we weren't having at our particular church, but another region was having. And I was like, oh, did you want to go to Northridge? And you're all like, yeah, down. And I was like, okay, I'm not 100% for sure, but like we can go because they invited us, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, I forget Nick's last name, but Nick invited us. Um, I wonder how he's doing. <laughs> I ain't talked to him in years. But, okay, so anyways, I guess you mentioned it to Tony, which wasn't a big deal at all. Um, and Tony took it back. I shouldn't even say people's names, but oh well. Tony took it back to Geo. If they listen to this, oh well. This is what happened. My side of the story. <laughs> not that you're not interesting, but I'm pretty sure they're not listening yeah, to this I, podcast. I, I, I highly doubt it, too. But you yeah, never yeah. know. I don't know who you still talk to. Uh, I talked to all of them, but yeah, you said you did, I'm still, I'm still technically part of the church, oh, that's so good. to speak. It's, it's, it's a little nuanced, my perspective of religion and church, but, but yeah, I'm definitely part I of the st- community. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not trying to badmouth any of them because I still have love. No, no. I still have love for all of them. We don't talk, of course, we don't course. see, but I still got love for all of them. But anyways, um, Tony but, went but back. But this happened to you. That's just, exactly. that's just the facts. Tony went back and told Gio, I don't know exactly all that. Tony went back and told Gio, but somewhere along the lines of that, I was causing a problem in that, you know, we're going to a different region or something like that. So Gio understood that we were, what Gio took from it is that we were ditching our, our Friday service and that we were going to the one in Northridge. So I guess Gio called and talked to the pastor, the leader of the, the campus ministry of Northridge, um, Tommy Tang. I remember his name because... Who has a name like that? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. He moved to Texas, actually. Husband, no, don't care. Uh, <laughs> he left me the nastiest voicemail, but that's not even why we didn't go. Uh, we didn't end up going. Actually, I didn't actually have the money. Like gas was too expensive, or gas was not too expensive. Gas is like seven dollars now. <laughs> but but yeah, at the time, my paychecks was too low, and I didn't have the money to to afford to drive out there to go to the event. And they were having it at the observatory. Okay, so I talked to Geo. Geo like. Gio was really nice to me. He heard my side of the store and everything like that. And I told him, I was like, well, we're not even having an event this week. And he's like, oh, you're not. And I was like, nah. So then I told him and like, you know, well, there's these issues that were happening. Um, Tony and Candace are always arguing and like, there's always some type of issue mm-hmm. amongst, you know, you were there, you seen it. I didn't make this up. There was always... I- Something like you know, kind of like little. Yeah, 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 sure. And then at the time, nobody had a car but me, so I'm the one that like at a point I felt like I was I don't want to say being used, but like there were certain things 
that I look back on now that I'm just like, that was really effed up that y'all did that to me. And I didn't even realize it at the time. Like, I remember one time they gave out, um, uh, like certificates or whatever. Um, and like, they put it like towards the Bible. So like, you're this, this is you, this is your character. This is what you do good at or whatever. You're like David or something like that in the Bible. Yeah. Why did mine say best dress? Granted, it was true. <laughs> but when you think about like how does everybody else get somebody something that has to do with the Bible and mine says best dress. <laughs> That's kind of shady, like you know? Well, I mean, I don't know shady. I would say <sighs> I don't think I don't think that there was any malice behind it. Right, 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 right. I don't, I, I, I don't think... believe that. Um, but in hindsight, like looking back at it, I'm like, dang, like I didn't feel no type of way then because yeah, I was the best dress. That's evident. But looking back on it now, and I'm like, that's kind of messed up. <laughs> it was a lack of investment. Like yes. it, it was, it was like they didn't really know you well enough to be like, this is the type of character that you emulate. When there was plenty of that, but like as a servant, exactly or something. Obviously, if I'm taking you guys everywhere, you guys seeing something. Yeah, but, but the thing about church culture at the time, especially, yeah. that's really changed a lot since our time there. Um, since then and now, yeah, is like was it was nine, very so legalistic, was and they constantly utilized other people's resources mm -hmm. to continue to do things without considering the what it was the toll it was taking on everybody yeah. and and not even thanking them for it it was just like that's your duty as exactly. a follower of jesus and it's like well okay but you know there's you gotta take they, into they, some consideration what's going on here told me that that god gave me this car to be able to do this yeah and, and that's true. old school that's Which definitely that old true. school um, and I didn't have a problem doing any of those things, but I don't want to feel like I'm so obligated in a sense, you know? Absolutely. No, absolutely. Um, I, get, I totally get it. But so anyways, um, back to my story. So we had this conversation and he was just like, well, it might be best that, you know, I would, I would guess because I was very vocal and nobody else was vocal about some of the issues that we were seeing. And I feel like I've right. always been that person that it made me look like I was complaining. Right, right. And the easiest way to get, you know, stop this is to the person that's voicing the stuff, just move them out of the situation. So Gio told me that I can be a part of, because I'm not going to school at the time, that I shouldn't be a part of the campus ministry anyways. But I can old be, school way of thinking again. But I could be a part of the marrieds ministry or the singles. <laughs> I'm not yeah. married. So, like, it didn't make any sense. And then all the singles were way older than me. So right. that's not even why I stopped going to church. So I talked to Gio. We had a good conversation. Everything was cool. I told him I wasn't even going to the event and whatnot. Um, so later on that day when I get off of work, I have this voicemail from Tommy Tang. <clears throat> and it was actually, he left the voicemail before I even talked to Gio. This is all God, though, because I didn't, like, if I would have heard that voicemail before right. I talked to Gio, it would have went sideways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I just, it didn't show up until after I got off of work at, like, 6 um and he was basically saying you're not invited you're not welcome if you come then we're going to ask you to leave and i'm like i have done nothing wrong and if i want to go to the observatory i'm gonna go you can't tell me to go, like leave a public yeah. place you ain't no security guard yeah. um i didn't end up calling tommy tang back i was just like i was kind of like done at that point because i'm just like that's so like that's not how you make somebody feel yeah um yeah. so I, I went to like one singles event after that and then i stopped going all together um yeah uh and i think i went maybe like a couple years later 
But the reason why I stopped talking to you is I remember it was Mother's Day and we had gotten baptized on Mother's Day. So I seen you at the 99 cent store. I don't know if you remember this. And I told you did tell me about this. Yes. You might have been joking, but I like it was really offensive. (laughs) And I was like, no, absolutely. I was like, oh, I was just thinking about you. And you're like, that's funny. I wasn't thinking about you at all. And I was just like, oh, okay. (laughs) We're never talking. Right. (laughs) Right. And I'm sorry for that, honestly. Like, I I really, I honestly still don't really remember that day completely. Like, but I believe that I would have said something like that. (laughs) And I do believe, like, it was, like, sincerely just, like, what's something funny I can say? Like, it's been a long time since, you know, know, we're, we, I don't know. Like, I'm just going back to, like, like, like my, uh, my natural tendencies with what I think our relationship was or whatever. And so it was, it was, uh, it wasn't relationship a, was. I'm sorry. I said, what did you think our relationship was? Like, I mean, sure. you know, like we joke around a lot in that we sense. Did. We did, you know? And so like that, so I was like, Oh, you know, it, I guess I'm, again, I don't really know. Cause I can't remember that day. So I can't really say what I was thinking, Yeah. but I can't imagine. I, I would never want to make anyone feel like, like I might think stuff like that, but I would never say it if I meant it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I just, I just feel bad. Cause I'm like, because I think, Again, it's one of those things I tend to get lost in my own head lots of times. And I don't like being out. And and so like when I see somebody I haven't seen in a long time, I'm, you know, there's I'm probably not even thinking of that moment. I'm thinking of what I'm trying to get done and go. And you said something and I'm like, oh, it's time to interact with the person and then uh, I'm going to be funny. And then I say something, not even thinking how <laughs> horrible that would sound. <laughs> someone I haven't seen in forever, right? But still, regardless, I'm not trying to justify it. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, I, I, I do apologize for that. I don't know. I can't, I can't, I wish I could say what I, what was going on in my head at the time. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm over, definitely, did yeah. the situation. I mean, I told you about it like years you later. You did, you did. Um, I actually told, told, so there's this song, and I'm, I might play it, but um, there's this song by um, Tasha Cobbs. It's called Ready or something like that. And I remember I was working at Vans in um, 2017, right before I left there. And I was um, telling one of my coworkers, I was preaching to her, you know, basically like a Pastor Jenkins like we used to do. I was playing the song hey. before work started. And I was saying like, Dane, Ashley, like you, you really got to be ready for something good to come in your life. And I was like, and I'm like, like basically preaching, like preaching to her about it. Like, you know, like you got to like make room for good things to happen. You know, like yeah. if you want something good to happen, like you can't just want it. You have to make room. You have to make align yourself. You have to be intentional with certain things. So, like, after I said that, like, maybe, like, two weeks later, I was just like, you know what? I need to listen to my own advice. So, I hit up everybody that I ever had an issue with or I felt some type of hard feelings towards. I do remember that email. Um, and I sent them how, what happened, what I, my version of what happened um, and how, how it made me feel and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of to put it to bed and everything. And granted, right. it had been years since, like, it had, if that was 2017, like, seven eight years had passed since the actual yeah. like um no like eight years had passed since the actual oh, wow. incidents um so i um i felt good when i tell you like after i did that so many open doors with different things happened for me um so i was just like oh dang you know you do gotta be ready but um <laughs> i was able to talk to Gio, and i didn't have any hard like I didn't think anything negatively about any one person, but the situation is what 
had me feeling some type of way. Um, yeah. And I didn't want to hold on to that feeling because, granted, I would have seen them and I'm like, oh, my God, it's you. I haven't seen you on forever or whatever. Gave him a hug and everything like that and talked or whatever because I didn't have any personal issues with that person. However, I felt like that you did this and I felt this type of way. And I did not go to church for umpteen years because uh, of this. Um, but I, but for me, I don't want you to do this to anybody else and make anybody else feel any type right. of way. And you may not have realized what you've done or what you did. And for me to hold on, that's not fair either. So I should just let you know this is what I remember. This is my what you know my version of this story. And, you know, I, I'm not looking and, for an apology. I'm not looking for a friendship again. I'm not right. looking for anything. I just want to let it go. Right, right. And I, that's what I appreciate about you. I think you've always been very, I want to say emotionally intelligent. That might not be the yeah. right term. No, but, I, you know, no, like, I am. <laughs> it, you've had the, a very clear understanding of, like, like if you're crossed, you know, you're going to address that. Mm-hmm. You've always been good about that. and But you don't hold on to it. And uh, obviously that comes from, I think, obviously, uh, having faith in God. Yes. I think that helps us. I know that's something that's a huge part of why I've made the decisions I've made in my life. Um, even just trying to unpack who I am and try to better myself as a person. Definitely uh, same. But I think I think you've always naturally had that anyways. Like, I think you would have got there regardless if you had Jesus or not. Like, I, I think, you know what I mean? And so I appreciate that. And I think I, I took, a I, without realizing it, like, because, you know, we are, as people, we're, like, shaped by our, by everything. Like, it's not just nurture, it's nature. And it's not just, like, nature, or it's not just nurture, but it's, like, literally, like, everything from your parents, your friends, the shows you watch, the music you listen to, the homeless guy who lives in the back alley. Like everybody has some strange or indirect influence on you. And I've been fortunate to have a lot of very intelligent and, and capable people in my life. And when I look back, I'm like, wow, like I think part of my emotional intelligence came from watching you do that. And you, because even when I think back, you're like, you know, you talk about like, yeah, you were the one who would say, Hey, this isn't, this isn't good. Like you would speak out about stuff that wasn't working in the ministry. Yeah. Like to, I, and I, I don't want to exaggerate, but I legit, like that's who I became later in, like in my late twenties, early thirties. Like that's, that's what I was. That's what I was doing in the ministry. I was that guy who would be like, Oh, this guy wants to lead. All right. Well, let's, let me tell him what we're looking for as a leader. Oh, that's not going to click. Oh, that offends him. Well, sorry, but that's still not what we're looking for, yeah. you know. And and I've ruffled some feathers and I've done all that stuff. And and I think a lot of that came from watching you and other people in my life without you know like realizing it, but like being fortunate enough to see that and have that, you know. Because I think even just like children, no no different as adults, are we learn best by watching, not by being yeah. told. Like you could tell me this is how you forgive but don't forget, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But unless I see you do it, I'm not really going to be able to emulate that. And so I think I've been fortunate enough to have you and many other people in my life to do that. And so it's, but yeah, you definitely have that. I think I see that in you. Thank you. Well, I want to play a song. I usually, I, I have like stopping points where I play songs, but we was in conversations. So. Oh yeah, whatever, you know. Um, so I don't even know. I was waiting for the song. Yeah, yeah, right. I, cause I want to play something that is prevalent to um actually i I know what song i'm gonna play right now and i think that like you you make it seem like i had it all together but i feel that 
with certain things, but I feel like a lot of the things I feel like I've learned over and over again because I wasn't grasping them. And just like in relationships with people, like I feel that I've uh, had to learn the same mistakes. I've given too much. So even just with the church, I gave so much without expecting yeah. anything in return. Not that I should expect anything in return, but I wasn't being fulfilled. So it's a balance. Yeah, there's a, definitely a balance. And there's just a song called God, I Get It that I'm going to play. It's by K. Michelle. And it's really, and I played this song throughout, you know, since it came out. And I said I got it and I didn't get it, but I think I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> but here it is God, I Get It by K. Michelle. so much i feel like i make some of the same type of friendships and it, obviously and i was telling this to a podcast that i did recently um mm -hmm. with um an artist um logan woods that like things that we miss from our childhood is kind of what we look for in either a relationship or a friendship or whatever the case is excuse me yeah um and i think that i've uh done that a lot with certain friendships that i was looking for certain things and i wasn't getting it um and then in reality, you know, sometimes you got to look for it in yourself. Um, yeah. But to ask you some questions now, we got through all that. <laughs> hey, hey, I can do this all day. No, like, seriously. Um, I, I, I honestly, can I just say I really appreciate being able to talk to you like this for a long time. It's really refreshing. Oh, God, no, of course. I know I haven't, I haven't, I don't know. It's funny. I was, you remember my friend Antoinique? Antoinique. <gasps> vaguely okay uh, the name sounds familiar so anyways i was telling her i was like oh yeah i guess who i'm doing a podcast with the other day and um and i was like she's like who i was like lewis she's all lewis lewis and she's all that went to church with you and i was like yeah she's all dane and i was like yeah i know i was like i haven't talked to him in years yeah um dane like we're like 34 35 now like we ain't talked and over like actually talked since like 
maybe 2010. Like yeah, no, it's it's been it's been a while, and we're in 2022, so that's what 12 years. I mean, yeah, I think that's the the nature of friendship, though. Like that's true. Like you know, like friendship, because I, I believe in friendship in variables, mm-hmm. not variables, not the word I want to use, but like in like there are levels of friendship. I believe that people have constantly in their life, you know, mm-hmm. and so I think sometimes friendships can be more, you know, they can go from being a your best friend. It's kind of like that whole I got this from you because of watching Medea, but it's kind of that whole that whole seasons thing, right? Like no, your definitely. friendships come and go, and you need them in your life sometimes mm-hmm. at a certain time, and then they have to go, and then sometimes they come back. You know, it just yeah. depends. You know, it's an ebb and flow when it comes to friendship, and I believe in sort of a five stage idea of friendship, which helps me uh, sort of navigate the relationships in my life. I've gone but, through so many different friends one of my cousins told me that i go through friends like underwear and i couldn't even be <laughs> mad because he's kind of telling the truth um but i always say i was like well i never lost a friend i needed uh, <laughs> oh you know what i mean and but that's the thing like friends aren't all the same you know what i mean true and i think that like, that was my biggest issues when i say that god i get it is like i was trying to make certain friends that don't have the capacity to be this for me this friend like they yeah. have, they're not that type of friend. That's not you know they're only good for hanging out and stuff like that. Like this isn't the friend that you confide stuff into. And I was trying to make all these different friends like you know like for everything, and that's just not healthy. Um, yeah, no, I I totally get that. I think because I've in the past I'm not very like I'm not the type of person to get offended like in a way of like oh you hurt my feelings or you don't like me so I don't like you no more. Like I just sort of sulk and get over it. Um, but I've been to the point where I don't even know when I'm hurt sometimes. Like I've had to learn to engage with my feelings being like, mm-hmm. I feel this. Why do I feel this? And unpack it. And I realized oh, it, it, a lot of times it was that, like I would be hanging out with somebody who I thought was more of a, like a good friend or a best friend. Mm-hmm. And they were more like a casual friend. Mm-hmm. And I was putting in all this effort and, and, and then I got, you know, hurt, but then, I realized, wait, I shouldn't be hurt. Like, this is just the state of our friendship. Our friendship is casual. It's not close. Yeah. I can't force that on them. Exactly. You know, and I can't expect that from them. And so, you know, it's it. I think sometimes it that happens where it's not the person that's intentionally trying to hurt you. They just didn't see that friendship the way you saw it. You know, yeah. you saw it as like a best friend. They saw it as a casual friendship. And lines became crossed. <laughs> and so I think that happens sometimes. And that's something I've had to learn to, to kind of figure out what, what are they? Are they a best friend, a good friend, a casual friend, an acquaintance, or someone I know? Like, yeah. that's sort of how I kind of delve it out. Yeah, you know? my last, like, close, I mean, and it's funny, Anthony always tells me, she's all like, yeah, you're not supposed to have guy friends. And I'm like, why? She's like, because they never last with you. And I'm just like, that's not true. And I got this friend, and we were extremely close at first. And I remember telling him, in the beginning of the friendship that I don't know about this. Cause he was like, Oh dang, you're like my best friend. I'm like, I don't use that word. I don't know. You know, I'm not yeah. like, don't call me brother. Don't call me none of that because I've been down that path before and it don't end well. Um, and it just, we just clicked so fast and we were close and everything. We no longer talk now. Um, <laughs> but no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I just, we were able to speak, more so recently within the last two months or whatever and there was really no issue why the friendship ended 
granted, right. I should have ended it because it was toxic in a sense on their part. Oh. Um, and but they were just going through things, and because I was the closest person to them at, when they were going through things, they, you know, we do that at times. We take things out on the people that are closest to us. Um, mm. So there's nothing but love there. We were able to squash it. We said, you know, one day maybe we'll be close again. I still got love for him, and I hope he does great with whatever he's doing in life. Um, there's no ill will, um, but it's not supposed to be what's supposed to be right now. And I am happy to accept those type of things because a lot of times back in the past, I didn't accept things as fast as I should have. Um, yeah. But hey, yeah, I, but God, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, I totally relate to that. I think. I've often tried to make friendships I thought I was supposed to have or try to force this thing to be something it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And when I just sort of accepted, like, this is what our relationship is. This is my relationship to this person and to that person. And that's just how it is. And I was comfortable. I learned to be comfortable with that. Like, you know, um, eventually you, God blessed me with a really, like, I would consider someone like my best friend. He's, awesome. you know, and um, he's actually my writing partner. Um, uh, for the show I'm, I'm working on right now. And, uh, yeah. And so like, but it, it, you know, like I prayed for that kind of friendship for a long time. And I think, I think partly why it wasn't there in the beginning was because I just wasn't, I wasn't where I needed to be as as a friend. Like I was saying, (laughs) you got to be ready for these things. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't ready. I, I didn't have the maturity. I didn't, I had the tools. Like I said, I was, I've always been blessed to have like, just great people around me. Like being even in the church, there was just great. I like, I have a little sister now mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'm helping my parents learn how to parent her based <laughs> off of all of the parents. I, I got to watch in church, mm-hmm. you know, and they're great too. Don't get me wrong. Like they're not bad parents or anything, but you know, she's a whole lot, yeah. you know? And so, you know, dealing with that, that mess, that drama and in a way that, is healthy and not just, you know, the old school, you know, you know how black and, and, uh, Latinos are, you know, we, you know, we want to hit them. We want to stay where I can see, you you know, like we want control and that's sort of what they were used to. And for me growing up, I was a good kid. So (laughs) they didn't really have to deal with that. (laughs) They didn't have to deal with that because I was a good kid, but she is crazy. So I had to help navigate them. Mm To, you know, okay, I know you want to like hit and spank and just yell, but there's a better way to do this. Yeah. And I didn't even know where it came from until I looked back and I was like, oh, that's, I got that from that brother, uh, that married couple or whatever. Yeah. I feel like I went off on a tangent, but no, yeah. Um, no, I totally, excuse me, agree that I've had to um, just, I feel like I'm in a better space now. And like now I, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm a good judge character. Uh, and I feel that I can, I know, like, if we're going to be friends or not from the first time I talked to you. And I, there's this one person, and <laughs> they were they really wanted to be my friend. And we're no longer cool. Because I allowed something that I knew wasn't going to work. Like, when mm. I first met them, I used to go into the shoe store Chic. It's no longer there. And I would visit... I don't even know why. I think I was going in there all the time to get a discount. I'm not even going to hold you. That's the initial reason why I was going in there. Because most of the stores when I worked at the mall, I would get discounts from because, you know, I'd meet the people or whatever, talk to them, you know. I'll give you a discount. You get yeah. a discount. So I wanted these Tims, and I think I was going in there to, you know, and then 
I actually made friends with the the workers or whatever. One of them I still talk to to this day, Eric. Love Eric. Um, but one of the other ones, um, I can't even think of his name. Um, but anyways, he um, was like, "Oh, what's your name?" And I would never give him my name, and he and I'd be so mean to him. And he was all like, "Wow," I was like, I was like "We're not going to be friends anyways." So <laughs> there's no point in us even going through this and getting to know each other because we're not going to be friends. Like, I already see how you are, and I don't even want to be your friend. Like, right. But I'm just like, you know, maybe I can bring him under my wing, you know, and be cool. And he he's not a bad dude. We don't talk for – so he did some foul stuff to somebody else, and I thought it was messed up, you know? And he felt like I chose the other person's side, Eric's side, actually, in the situation – uh, I know I remember his name now um, and like you did something shady to him for no reason so yeah, yeah I'm not choosing sides but I know that I can't trust you right <laughs> because right, right. you guys are extremely close and you did this to him then that means you do me any type of way um, yeah yeah um, so that's kind of like where it went and we actually stopped. He actually ended up blocking me on on Snapchat last wow. year. When I tell you this is the dumbest reason, is because I got a free package from um, Ethica of, uh, Underwear. And he was like, um, oh, let me have a pair. One, we don't even wear the same size. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to fit these underwear no way. <laughs> and two, why would I, we don't even talk like that. Why would I give you a pair? Like, <laughs> yeah. We ain't really talked or seen each other or hung out in like at least two, three years. So no, I'm not gonna give you a pair. He got upset and blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I told him he couldn't fit him, so maybe that might have been the reason. <laughs> but I felt like I was calling That's... him fat. I wasn't saying you're fat. I'm just I'm not big, you know? So yeah. I'm small, like I'm skinny. You're not going to fit these. You need at least an extra large. Like, so, and I'm rocking a medium, so, like, this just ain't, ain't gonna work. Um, so, That's hilarious. Yeah, but I, I knew it, that we weren't gonna be cool. So I think that now when I'm building relationships, I'm very intentional, and I can see, like, how you interact, and I'm just like, oh, this is not, not cool. Um, yeah, and, the key word is discernment, right? Because yes. people want to say you're judging, and no, of course, no, no. there's a little bit of judgment in everything you do, right? That's you have true. to judge every situation and that you're in and what you're putting yourself in. But really, it's discernment. You got to be able to be like, this is not a healthy person, and they're not going to bring healthy things into my life. Exactly. And it's not that I don't like you. It's not that I don't want you to do. It's not that I don't want you to do well. I, I don't. I'm not. I don't hate you, but I just know like this isn't going to work. Like. And I don't know. I think I think that's healthy. I think that comes from time, from age. That I think developing and learning to be comfortable with yourself. I personally think that comes from being thirty. I love being thirty. <laughs> I, I love being thirty. Thirty is great because I'm more comfortable with what I want and what I don't want. And if people are like, "Well, don't you feel?" I'm like, unless they have a good argument, I'm like, "No, <laughs> that's it." No, I don't think. Like I don't. That I've changed much. Like when I certain things that I do, like I feel that I have more tact now. But even stuff then, like if I've seen something wrong, I'd say it. If 
but like I've learned how to say certain things with a little more grace than being so blunt and it coming off mean and rude. And then for a certain part, depending on who I'm talking to, I'm gonna I may come off rude, but you should know me well enough to know that I don't mean it in that way. And that's and if you don't, then that's on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I I remember one of my agents that I have at my job. Um, I was like, he was complaining about. So I work at at a call center. Um, I don't take calls because I'm above that. But anyways, I was having him take, you know, go inbound and take these calls. And he's like complaining. And I'm like, I we try so much to not have you do this, but you're doing it. But but you at some point have to take calls. You work at a call center. Right. <laughs> like, right. What, what do you think that you're going to do? <laughs> like, um, and I was like, you know what? You sound real spoiled. And granted, I shouldn't mm. necessarily be telling uh, somebody that that you know works under me but like i'm cool right, right. enough and like at a certain point now i'm getting irritated because you're complaining and i don't do complaining i don't do complaints i don't do you know, <laughs> yeah put it in a yeah. box, put it in a question a complaint box and we can move on and we'll look at it at some different time but like i was just like you're you're being spoiled and if you don't want to take calls maybe you should just look for another job like, yeah because it's just it is what it is um, but do you think you would have had that, like, do you think you would have been more reckless with that person that, in your 20s? Definitely. Yeah. I definitely yeah. would have said something wild. I just remember yeah, how yeah. I was at band, and I remember, like, this one dude, Daniel, um, he, um, <laughs> I accused him of peeing on the floor. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't him. Um, but <laughs> I, like, straight up went up to him, and I said, did you pee on the floor? And he's like, no. And I was like, well, you went into the bathroom. I said, so either you peed on the floor or you stepped on the pee. So which one was it? Like, if you can't go to the bathroom and not and pee directly in the toilet, maybe you should sit down and pee like a girl. Yeah. <laughs> and turns out, and we weren't even cool like that. Like, I just didn't care. We wow. Didn't, we didn't get yeah. cool until afterwards. But I think that because I'm so blunt that I feel that people respect me more, in a sense, because I feel that a lot of times with how we live in today's world that people are used to them being lied to about certain things. Mm. Um, mm. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you what I think. Um, and, and I feel like my opinion is, you know, should be taken as fact. <laughs> okay. I really do. I know you do. Uh, I believe you do for sure. I, I honestly believe that because I like, and granted, I'm wrong sometimes, but nine times out of ten, I don't think that I'm wrong. Um, and I only speak about... speak. Those are some loose statistics, I will listen, say that. But listen, but I only speak up about things that I know that I'm right about. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, I, I do know that about you. Yeah, so if I could be possibly be wrong, I won't even say anything. Right. <laughs> so, so it gives it the illusion that, like, oh, you always think that you're right. It's not that I always think that I'm right. It's just that anytime I speak up about something, I happen to be right. So that's why you think that about me. <laughs> yeah. So it is what it is. I swear I'm going to get into some questions, but let me play another. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me play another record before I get into this. Uh, so, um, Although I do not go to that church anymore, I still go to church again after this. Is yeah, like, no, I've I've definitely heard. I've I'm filled in uh, for the oh, most yeah, part on life. a lot of stuff you you've been saying. I listen to every episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm caught up on all the drama. <laughs> I was like, wait, you know my life. So I I go to this church that I, I I love the people there. Granted, I haven't found 
um, a, what would you call it? Like, I don't know, like the church that we went to, I felt like it was more family in a sense. Right. Um, and not that this church can't be that. There's a lot of similarities, which is why I like this church. Mm-hmm. However, with how the last church ended, I don't want that. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't want to be committed, super committed to something or to somebody mm-hmm. or to, to anything like I, and it's not mm-hmm. nothing to do with the church per se, just me in general. Like I, I know how I am. And if I say that I'm going to do something, I follow through with it. Right. Even if I don't want to do it anymore. And I think that that's just how I was raised in a sense. There's certain times where I didn't want to spend the night at certain people's houses anymore. And my mom's like, Oh, well you said that you told him that you would. So you have to just like, oh. yeah. It's like that let your yes be yes and your no be no, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of like live by that now. Um, and I feel and, and as, as you should, as you should. <laughs> I, yeah, I should do that. But like sometimes you just don't want to do something. So now like I've come to the terms where like when people ask me like, oh, do you want to do such and such? Um, I'm like, oh, that's too far in advance. <laughs> Let me know closer to the day. Ask me then because I don't know how I'm going to feel when, yeah. <laughs> when the day comes up. And yeah. If I don't want to do it anymore, I'm still going to feel obligated to do it. So just ask me closer to the date because then I'll know exactly how I'm feeling within that week or that those two weeks or whatever. Um, so with all that being said, I don't know where I was going with this. Um, but, oh, yeah, I, do, I do know. But yeah, I'm still very much involved with church or whatever. So gospel music is still one of my favorite music. So I do want to play a gospel song. And I've actually played this song on my podcast before, probably a couple times because I genuinely love this song so much and i feel like it's helped me so much it's called um um what's the song called uh, blind traveling because i feel like i've i don't i don't know about you but i mean i think that you kind of had a sense like you say that you want you're trying to be you're going to be a writer not trying you're going to be a writer and you're writing and i feel like that's something that you've kind of always done um mm, just with yeah your films yeah oh that I, interesting story if we get into that later yeah uh, okay um with your films and stuff. And when I tell you I could not act and you had me in a movie or that you were doing. And that's why you didn't speak. Uh, exactly. I think I've gotten <laughs> better now. I've, I've actually ran lines with Ma- Miss Megan Good, actress. Um, and I believe you could do it. I believe you could do it for I, sure. Now, Even I if you're like not you, where you want to be now, I believe it wouldn't take that much longer for you to get yeah. and I to feel like a good place. I, shout out to Megan Good because she, when I, was with her um she had said something to me because she was like oh when you help me read lines i was like oh no i'm bad and she's all like no don't say that like she's all like if you actually put your mind to something no matter what it is you'll be able to do it and i like mm-hmm. live by that now this is like literally right before the pandemic um and here we are with this podcast um but the song's called hey. traveling and i say this because i i like i guess i i always knew that i would i have a good personality and i could do be on a talk show and everything and but like all that stuff that i would say back there i'm like oh if monique got a talk show and this person got a talk show give me my talk show you know like i was just saying <laughs> stuff because i was just talking ish you know i really was just yeah yeah ish. um and part of me i guess kind of believed it but like i feel like my life i've never really knew what i wanted to do and i i feel like just now i still haven't even reached my prime <laughs> but i feel like hey. i've kind of gone through life just been been like you know what god you're gonna lead the way because I don't know how this how this life thing is supposed to turn out. So this is blind traveling and kind of and it's by uh, Jamila Richardson. 
Um, so if you have Apple Music or Spotify, please go listen to this record. And if you have those two, please go get my playlist. WAP. Terrell Garnett presents WAP. Worship and praise. Because this song is uh-huh. there. <laughs> so let's get into blind traveling. I've got vision, but I'm not seeing where I'm supposed to be. Blind traveling. Bits and pieces of my life's destiny. I'm salvaging. I want gain with the hint of a breeze. Can I get this road with a little bit of ease? Oblivious to the conspicuous. I need you. Told highly using basic surviving, but I'm not living. Yes, I'm flying, but I'm not soaring. Can't even feel your voice over my engine roaring. So I close my eyes for a few seconds, trying to focus on my heartbeat and realize that I'm swerving with your feet. So every time I play this record, I have to listen to the end of the song because like I really just it really just I don't know brings me to a certain place. So I'm going to skim it to the end of the record Um, because I don't know. I'll talk about it after. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But let's get into it. Not, not to throw us off course too far, but this just th- th- 
threw me back to being in the car with you. Just <laughs> listen to gospel music. We gotta if we don't ever reconnect as friends, we gotta do that just once. <laughs> I'm so down. At some point. I really don't like I, I'm so down. I'm so down. Um, oh man, I miss those. Oh, those were good times, I man. Still be but in the car. I always but to, to get back on track, sorry. That just that just uh, brought me back some memories. <laughs> I always be telling people, I was like, when you drive in the car with me, like you're gonna get travel, but you're gonna get a concert too. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. You're gonna get a concert too. Oh me and you, man. We kill it. We kill yes, it. Yes, but that record right there just literally, like, I don't know, just brings me into a different place, a different mood or whatever. So, um, anytime that I'm lost, I'm listening to that because, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know about you, but I never really had a, a role model growing up. I never yeah. looked to anybody. Like, I was super into wrestling, and the closest person would have been The Rock, but. The stuff that he was saying on there, I shouldn't have been looking up to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I look at him now and just how far he's come, you know, like, as an right. individual is, is truly amazing um, to see where he started from literally nothing into wrestling into now the highest paid actor in Hollywood. So, like, yeah, yeah. but, again, I never looked up to him or anything like that. I never, you know, I never knew what I necessarily wanted to do. I just knew that I always wanted to help people in a sense. Um, and... I, I knew that I needed to be heard or seen. So people hear me now. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 I was, again, I've been fortunate to, you know, I, I have both my parents. I've had them all my life mm-hmm. uh, together. And actually I was just telling my friend Alex, like uh, it, most of my closest friends have all been from single mothers. Mm-hmm. Like that I can think of my friend, David, him, you and, and like uh you remember Jorge? Probably back in the day. Jorge in the Jorge. teens. Oh yeah, Jorge. Jorge. Yeah, yeah, like like Jorge. What was again? Annabelle Jorge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen. Yeah, he's married now. Uh, I know that much. Uh, I don't know what's going on with them. I haven't seen them in a while. Uh, she the mo- and Annabelle moved. Yeah, so they, she lives in but, uh, Mexico. I think my mom still talks yeah. to her here and there. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was it was just it's just one of those things and. I suffer from a lot of different like things, uh, social disorder, uh, depression and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I was telling my friend, like, I really admire the people God put in my life. Cause he reminds me like, just how, uh, like weak I am. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> it, no, no. Because, because like, because like, um, it, just in the sense of like, I've been, I've been, or I maybe not how weak I am, but how blessed I am because like God's really taking care of me. Right. Like you guys have been, you know, being, and not that you can't, you know, like you said, having a role model is kind of hard. Not it's not impossible. Not that you can't figure out, navigate being a man, but it definitely adds to the level of, of, um, just, it, it becomes more of an uphill battle for you than maybe for me. Mm-hmm. And um, and just realizing like how grateful I am for the strong, even people in my life who just showed me strength. Like, because I can't imagine navigating manhood mm-hmm. with, you know, just taking it where you could get it from, you know? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like the one person that, I mean, there's been, don't get me wrong, I didn't, my father was not in my life, but there, there's been many men in my life that I think that are great people that I right. grasp certain things from. Um, but um, I will say one person that I did look up to was Mike Purdy. Mike Purdy, yeah. I, I 
absolutely adore Mike Purdy. Um, and I'm actually really sad that we are not close anymore. Um, mm. um, that's probably like, I've lost a lot of people in my life. <laughs> but that one, because nothing happened. Like nothing actually happened. Even after he stopped going to the church, I, we, him and I still would hang out and communicate. Right. Um, but I don't know where it got lost along the way. Um, and I felt like I was able to open up to him. And I remember him telling me one time, um, and I stick with this. He's like, yeah, you've gone through a lot of things in your life or whatever. And I, and I always act like everything's fine. Cause to me, everything is fine. Everything is cool. Like I'm blessed to have the life that I have. I don't, even without having a father figure, I don't feel like I missed out on mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's just how the cookie crumbles for some people, right? you know, like, and why am I going to sit here and dwell on that? And you know, cause what, what is, that's not going to bring nobody in my life. Like that's not going to bring my dad. Like he wanted to be here. He would be here. It is what it is. Um, right. Right. And, but he, he told me this and I do believe it. He said that, um, I, it's not that I don't care about certain things. It's not that I don't feel certain things. It's just that I become, I become numb to things. So, and, and I feel that it, that it's very evident, like with certain things, I'm like, I should care about this, but I don't know how to care about it. So I just don't <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, I, I totally get that. I, I think that's something I've learned, like I said, especially the last five years mm-hmm. to do because that, again, I think that's why I wasn't such a great friend. Cause I was just constantly, I don't want you to think I, that you weren't a great friend. No, 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 no. Like no, you no, might I, think that, I, no. but I never thought that. Well, no, I, I, I mean, I don't think I was a terrible person. I don't think I was like, but I know I could have been a better friend mm-hmm. um, to not just you, just to like many people, like many people in my life. Many people have come and gone. And the only reason that I'm not close to them is because I never reached out. Like mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I just let them go because, well, we can get into that if you want. But like, <laughs> there's just, you know, like it, just psychologically, like I had to do that. well what it is is that there's this (laughs) i don't know how to explain this so like among the many weird things about me i have this weird like i have a lot of like feelings that i've learned to kind of put words to not that it's like a perfect translation but just like that that have always been around and one of those feelings is this one feeling in which whoever I'm with or it's usually with new people, but even with people I'm close to, like there's this level of constant, like these people don't really like me. I'm wasting their time. They're just being polite while at the same time feeling they think I'm the greatest person in the world and they want me to be (laughs) their best friend. And it's this weird, like, it's not like bipolar. It's not like I'm thinking this feeling this way. And then that way, like at the same time, I constantly feel these two weird conflicting ideas and it's not like a thought, like I'm only putting words to it now, but it's just this feeling I've always carried around with me. And so when people either for whatever reason, just, we don't talk too long. Like I, I cause I never really learned to be a good friend and to like reach out. Cause all my friends reached out to me essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I just let it drift away believing like, well, they, they don't really want to be my friend and I don't want to burden them with that. And I've had to learn to stop. Well, first I've had to learn to like figure out what that even is. Cause I didn't even know what it was. I just did it for years and never knew what it was until I started unpacking it. And now that I unpack it, I can then now go, okay, well, well, that's not how they feel about you. And you can reach out to them and we can keep this going. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I'm, I'm only learning that now, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, like my, it's something I'm learning and I'm developing. I think that I, with a lot of the re- relationships I've lost, um, it's cause I stopped reaching out to people. I think that I, I'm always the one that always initiated things with pretty much all of my relationships. Right. Um, and as soon as I stopped reaching out. I realize that they don't hit me up to see how I'm doing. They don't hit me up to us to hang out or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, well, not to say that these aren't real friends, but like, I don't want those type of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want it to be mutual. I don't, I don't want to have to go above and beyond anymore. Not that I was going above and beyond, but you know what I mean? I I don't want to have to, I want it to be mutual. I want to get the same thing out because what happens is when I do that, then I start giving too much and i start to <clears throat> lose myself and i can't do that so like even I, with like elena and desiree like i don't talk to them anymore um granted there's it's all love but i was just like you know what? this is what i'm gonna do i'm not gonna hit up anybody and whoever hits me up um will hang and they, yeah. they hit me up so we ain't hung <laughs> and uh, it's been years <laughs> you know i think the reason i think i mentioned that is because i think i'm not alone in that like that lack of development of how to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. I think no, it's just a lot of people. Are, I know a lot of people, you know, not a lot of people learn that mm-hmm. and it's, you know, and so, yeah, you know, if you don't necessarily need them in your life, if that's how they're going to be a friend. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think there's a level of empathy I have for people who maybe like me, like maybe just let friendships drift away because they didn't know any better or they didn't have yeah. that development skill. And, you know, not not taking it personal and being like, oh, well, they just don't care about me. It's that they just they didn't really develop that skill or even realize that that was something that they were doing. Like, you know, and I don't know, like I'm I'm glad I'm growing in that because I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that kind of person to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, it, it just makes me realize that a lot of people don't really know how to be friends and i don't know how you so would true. amend that i don't know how you would fix that like you can't like hey here's a school to teach you how to be a good friend but you know like it's it's unfortunate but i think if you're willing to do the work and i know late later in my tw- my late 20s i was trying to do that i was able to realize what it was i was lacking and how i could be better and um, i wish i would have done that earlier in my life but like i think some people just may never learn in some way yeah i mean i've had several friends that weren't necessarily great friends and for the most part like i, I you know me i'm gonna speak up about it <laughs> oh yeah yeah um but like with elena and desiree i just didn't i don't know i just didn't not that i didn't care i didn't take offense to it i was just like hmm, i'm just gonna try this out and see what how it goes yeah and yeah that's how it went and it's no love loss there's no nothing happened like if i seen them like i seen elena during the pandemic, I was driving, and <laughs> it's funny, and I was just like, oh, my God. I honked, and I waved at her, and she waved, and I was like, I'm going to call you. And she's like, all right, cool. And then I realized I don't have her on social media. I don't, I can't get in touch with her. <laughs> so I hope she doesn't think that I was lying. I really had every intention right. of calling her. I just didn't, I don't, I don't, I don't talk to anybody that talks to her. Like, you know, I don't. Right. I mean, I probably could have hit up Erica, um, but did I, I didn't, I guess I didn't care enough to do that <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> Um, I definitely, maybe I should do that. I don't know. Cause I mean, I just, I, you know, I know she has two kids now. I was in her wedding. Like we were close. Um, but it is what it is. And then Desiree, I talk to every blue moon, like randomly. I have her on like Snapchat and I 
hit her up every blue moon. But and, and like I said, it could stages. be just one of those things where that friendship has evolved into yeah, something else. It's no longer close friends. You're maybe you're just a you know casual friends now for now, and that's where it's going to be until at some later season in your life when you're going to need them to be closer yeah. friends. And mm-hmm. you know if or maybe not, maybe never. But you're like gone, you're gone. I, I feel like friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to backpedal. I can't even swim while I'm going backpedal. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just feel like friendship, it's weird. I feel like friendship is an ebb and flow kind of thing. It's like, it's not yeah. something that, I mean, obviously there are people like, just in general, like from the get-go, you don't want to go back to that because it's just not healthy. It's just not yeah, a good yeah. friendship. It won't be. But I think some some friendships just kind of come and go and, you know, they, you know, I don't know. I, I At least that's what I've seen in my life. No, I I, have, I've had... I've had a friend or two that have come and gone and we're still like, it's like it never left or whatever. So I mean, right, it right. can happen. I, but that's not going to happen with them. I just, no, no. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say specifically with them, but just in general, like it makes me think about yeah, that. And it's not, it's not anything negative towards them or anything like that. I got love for them and whatnot, but I just, I don't know. And I like, so for instance, that you say that I had, so there's this um, friend that I had, Gil- Gilbert Lemos. I actually should do a podcast with him. But anyways, um, he was like my best friend in high school, loved Gilbert, and we just, our friendship fell apart, and I always wanted to have that friendship back. So fast forward, like, years, we've been, I haven't talked to him or seen him since high school. I've seen him, like, one time since high school, and then um, we have each other on social media, so, like, we always say, every year for his birthday, um October 11th I hit him up and I tell him happy oh. birthday even when even though we weren't on speaking terms I always every year I hit him up for his birthday um I used to know his number by heart I don't know it now but um I um during the pandemic I hit him up and we always say we're gonna hang and catch up but we never have and we actually mm. did so we talked and we had a good time you know and I realized like Oh, I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> like, I, like, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've grown. And I didn't realize that I had grown until I, because I felt like he was in the same space. Mm. And I was like, oh, I can't do this. Like, I can't, like, it was cool to catch up with you. Nothing but love for you. But like. We're never gonna be friends again. Like <laughs> that's just not what this is. Uh, and that happens. That, yeah, and I just didn't realize. And I'm just like, oh, you know, like I wanted this friendship back. What the hell was I thinking? Like out of all the yeah. friends I could have, I wanted this one back. Um, but yeah, so you just drift. I don't know. And granted, I feel like I'm a, I'm a same in a lot of areas, but I don't feel like I've changed. But I have grown. And, and, you know, and I look back on things that I yeah. said, like, in, like, 2000, when we were hanging out, 2009, that I would post on social media. And I'm like, I can't believe I said this and I posted this. <laughs> like, I was reckless and no one told me anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but. No one else knew better either. They were. <laughs> yeah. I was so reckless with things that I would say. And I'm like, well, that was true. But I would never say that now. Um, cause I, th- and I think it's not so much that I care about, like, I don't care what other people think, but I genuinely now as an ad- adult, a real adult, I care about hurting somebody's feelings. 
I don't want to do that at all. That's never no, my intention. Um, whereas back then, I didn't care if I hurt anybody's feelings. You'll right. get over it. Because that's just how I thought. I was like, you'll get over it. Like, you know? But now I genuinely, like, I genuinely care. Like, I try to watch what I say because, yeah, I'm still going to be blunt and still going to be honest. But, like, I genuinely don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. I, yeah, I yeah. genuinely care. I care about, I genuinely care about people. Um, and I guess I, I always have, but I didn't realize it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think it's, again, I think that's just growth. I think that yeah. comes with age. I think that comes, if you're willing to grow, that's the other thing. Cause people grow, get older, but some of them don't, don't yeah. mature. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know plenty of uh, grown ass babies, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, um, uh, but yeah, like, I think that comes with growth. I, I, it's just if you're listening and you're willing to learn, like that's just going to be the nature. I mean, even like, even if you're not growing, you're still changing. Like yeah. just as like, they've done like studies on people up to their nineties and they're like, you know, you know, there's this sort of idea of like, once I'm at a certain age, I'm set in stone. I know what I want, yeah. but they've done studies and they're like, no, like you're constantly changing and growing mm-hmm. even up to the day you die. Like you're, you're, and that's just kind of, I think the human experience yeah. is, constantly growing and constantly learning and constantly wanting to be better. And if you're pursuing that, I, I think it will make your life even later in life, even better. Yeah. And, and they'll allow you to teach things that like, for me, there are a lot of things I could never teach my sister. If she came into my life earlier, if I was like 20 and she came into my life, she came when I was like 27. So like I had so much, had learned so much and made so many mistakes. I was reckless like you in a lot of ways, in different ways, obviously. But like I was, you know, we you were young and reckless, you know, and you learn from your mistakes. And and I think that's I think that's the blessing of being a little older is being able to be like comfortable with those mistakes. I was, like, but it happened. What's, what's and funny, learning from them. Yeah. What's funny is that in some in certain ways and certain things, I'm like, damn, why can't I be like that again? <laughs> in certain in certain ways in certain areas i'm like dang i need to be like that again i need to you know really yeah you know and i've been like struggling like i was saying earlier with the tiktok and posting stuff i've been struggling with that but i know i need to do that like i've had someone analyze my instagram and stuff and they're just like oh well the only reason why you're not popping is because you don't do any videos you don't when i would be everywhere with my camera (laughs) back in the day was everywhere with my camera like um Hey, holler, I'm at the Chick-fil-A in the bathroom. Yeah, Look at this mirror. Yeah. What's going on over here? No, ser- no, seriously. We really was doing that, going in the store, <laughs> judging people, talking stuff, and, like, you know, like, and posting it on YouTube before there was, like, YouTubers. I was, like, I, I was the person doing this stuff. So you think that I would have evolved and been, you know, making millions off of TikTok and, you know, YouTube or Instagram and stuff. But I just didn't, I don't know. I got lost in the sauce. (laughs) But that happens, I think. I think, like, growth isn't, like, uh, smooth. So, like, what often happens, like, for example, is, um, uh, for me, like, an example of my life is, like, I want to eat healthy and I want to work out. So I focus on eating healthy, but I don't work out. And then after a while, I start working out, but I'm not eating healthy. And like, it's like for whatever reason, it's hard for me to focus. Uh, that's just like a bad example, but like emotionally and mentally, I think that happens all the time. We're trying to focus on being better in one way. And because we're so focused on that, we don't, we don't develop 
this other skill. And then we're like, oh, I, I've been I've been lazy on that. So then we start focusing on that and we start kind of laxing on this other part of us. And it's just, I think it just comes with, it's one of those things you have to learn. Like I said, it's balance, right? So you're learning to balance out um, growth in multiple ways, multiple parts of your, of who you are. Mm -hmm. And, and it's not going to be smooth. Some days you're going to be a little bit better at this and a little, you know, unfocused on this thing. And, it's just slowly kind of figuring out what that balance is to continue to grow smoothly. But I, I think it's just par for the course as far as, like I said, the human experience, like, yeah, you know, I mean, there are a lot of people, like I said, like people who are older than me, my age that are, aren't even close to where I am or where you're at. And it's, you know, I don't know what that is. I don't know why that is. Like you would think we're all on the same sort of, we're all headed in the same direction. We should all be trying to be better, but they just don't grow for some reason. Yeah, I have relatives that are like that, that are way older than me. And I'm just like, oh, okay, just skip the generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Common sense and everything else. Um, But I will say that I, um, I well, one, I'm going to have to have you on the podcast again to Oh man, I, there's so much I want to talk to you about. Yeah, but Ali, I was like, like oh, I didn't get into that or that. Yeah, there's so much stuff that you know. And then I w do want to ask some of the questions because I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> totally just no, no, it just happened organically, and I, and that's what the podcast is about in a sense. I mean, like, I never know. Like, I don't plan. I don't prepare for my podcast. I get on and do it. Like, the only preparing I do is if I have an artist on, I listen to their songs. Nine times right. out of ten, they think that I did research on them. And I asked them beforehand, I'm like, oh, is there anything that you don't want to talk about? I don't even know who you are, so I don't know what... <laughs> I just say that just in case, you know? Yeah. So that yeah. I feel like it makes them feel more comfortable with me. <laughs> but I don't even know who you are. Like, I don't, you know, like... So, um, and I literally wing it every time, but I feel like I'm a natural. Like, the, not the last podcast I did, but the one before that one. She was just like, and I've heard this from several people that have done podcasts, but they're like, oh, you're going to go far with this. Like, you're, you know, you, this is your gift. Like, I guess I have the gift of gab. I have the gift of, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One person. day, one day when this show blows up, you're, you're going to have the honor of having the uh, illustrious Luis Rivera uh, as his first yeah. interview. <laughs> right. And <laughs> I'm not the type of person that's going to forget about somebody, but I always say, like, I was just like, there's just, I'm missing something. Something's missing, and once that I find what that is, it's over for you, hoes. No, <laughs> but I'm going like I'm gonna be out out of here. I'm you know like I I know, and like and it's so funny because enough people have seen it in me and said it to me, and before I didn't necessarily see that or believe that or whatever the case is that I can do this or that I'm you know great in this area, um, but I see it now. <laughs> um, I I know it to be true. I'm very confident, and and I was just in my last podcast I did with Jay Stevens. We were talking about faking it, fake it till you make it kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. necessarily think that I was faking it. I've always had a sense of confidence of, like, I know who I am, or, you know, where whoever. I, I know who I am, and I feel like I've always known who I was. Um, granted, yeah. I've grown, and I've always been able to stay aligned with that. Um, 
But I'm very confident. I mean, you see my pictures, you know, I'm that dude. Yeah, I see them all, the, all behind you there. <laughs> yeah, I'm him. <laughs> I'm him. Like, and I create, like, I direct, I know exactly what I'm going to wear. I know I'm going to be seeing it. You remember back in the day, I don't do this anymore. I don't care anymore. But, like, I would go to the grocery store and I'd be suited and booted with a tie on, a vest or whatever. <laughs> I don't dress like that anymore. And, okay. and I will say that I was rocking that style before. It's called the Pretty Boy Swag. I was rocking the Pretty Boy Swag before the Pretty Boys was doing it. All like, right, I all right. Going into Vans or not Vans? Hey, listen, Bond. I'm not hip, so I don't know none of that. But <laughs> I barely know how to work the computer, you know. Earlier, <laughs> yes. But. So Bond, I remember going into Vans and I was wearing a vest and a tie, and someone's the ladies all like, "Oh, is this like the new style?" And I remember telling her, and I'm like, "Nah, but I'm bringing it back," you know, kind of thing. <laughs> And literally, like, a year later, everybody started wearing stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I was on to the next. I like to reinvent. I don't know. You brought it back. Yeah, I, I did bring it back. I, you know, I like to reinvent myself. So uh, my hair is long now, um, as you can see. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I feel like I've always known who I was. And I think that I've, I always joke with my mom that I was, yeah, I raised myself. Like, because, <laughs> like, you didn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> like you might have helped and put a little something something you sprinkle a little yeah, yeah. dazzle but like i've always been confident i've always for the most part done the right thing i've always known i've always you know learned from other people's mistakes i didn't have to make the mistake for me to learn i've always had my head on my shoulders i've always you know just did me so uh, yeah i mean i i i think sometimes you know we're just blessed with the right uh abilities i guess or the right sort of state of mind like we just kind of enter the world and then like i said i think we're just blank canvases so i think someone in your life yeah, that I, you don't even recognize or even think twice about somehow made you the confident person you are in yeah, some way like yeah. there's all these weird things that have contributed to who we are and like like as i like this last few years when i unpack who i am and like I'm just thinking like, oh wow, it's that thing. Or I'll watch a show and I go, it's that show that made me feel this way or think this way or say this way or speak this way. Like it's just crazy. You know what I just, think a lot of it has to do like so throughout like my life and you know, I've met like recording artists and I've gotten to know them and been cool with them. And yeah. I've come to see like with that that like, oh, they're just like me. Mm. So for me to know that at such a young age, I'm just like, well, yeah, I can be whoever I want to be. Like, you know, I can, you know, so I, it's not even that I'm just portraying that. Like, I really do believe that. And I think I, I, at a young age, I've, you know, I've known that, like, okay, I want to stand out. I want to be different. I want to do this or whatever. Um, and then I see, like, the Chris Browns or whatever the case is. And then I find out certain stories because I know people. And I'm just like, oh, they're just regular smegular. Like, they're struggling more than I am. They might have more money yeah. than me. But I'm happier than they are. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I feel like that, that might be another reason why I've never really had a role model. Because, I like, I, what is there to look up to? Like, I can do whatever you can do. Yeah. I, as long as I put myself to it. I, I may not have go as hard or may not have some of the, the um, opportunities. Like, I say with The Rock or whatever. Like, yeah, he's started in wrestling, but his dad was a wrestler. So he kind of had his but in the door a little bit because he's been around there, his yeah. life. So, like, yeah, he came from nothing, but he still had a foot in the door. Whereas I don't, I kind of had to make that for myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I I thank the social media because I've been able to meet 
people like K Michelle that has yeah. shown me certain things. I've been behind the scenes and stuff to Mel, Sky, whatever, and I built relationships. So I mean, I I'm on my way, and plus I look young still, so people don't oh man leave that oh man for um, but he is yeah, and and honestly, like you're 34 too, right? You're yeah. a year about the same time as me, yeah. about the same year. Yeah, I'm 34. So yeah, so I mean, honestly, like. I legit believe this. Like, I love being 30. I I mean, I really do. I think 30 is a great time to be alive. Like, <laughs> I like, I don't know what it is about 30, we, but I really, uh, everyone always knocks 30. They're always like, oh, 30, I can't deal with it. I don't want to be 30. I'm like, it's great. What are you talking about? I yeah. love being 30. I'm discovering more of myself. I'm feeling more confident about what I want. I, I feel like... I, you know, I have, I wish I had all this when I was younger, but like, I'm, I like what I like 30 right now. I like the experience, at least for me. I don't know about you, but I really I, do like the experience of being 30. It's funny. I used to always, cause I, oh, no one ever used to believe how old I was when I would tell them how old I was. So I just stopped telling people my age. I would just say that I was younger <laughs> than I was. So I was 25 for a long ass time <laughs> until I hit like about like 31. And I was just like, no one's going to believe me anyways. Like, I'm going to say that I'm 34 and they're going to be like, oh, wow, you are, you're that old. You seem so youthful. You see, so, so now it actually works in my favor when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, but nobody believes that I'm as old as I am. Like, and it, it can, well, if I'm dating, then it's kind of a blessing and a curse because mm. like the girls that are trying to get at me, like they still got milk in their ear, you know, like, <laughs> like they're, yeah, no, not doing that. I'm not R. Kelly. Uh, <laughs> but you remember how I used to love R. Kelly? <laughs> oh, oh man, I still do. I don't care. Yes, I'm, I'm not R. Kelly, but I love his music. Like, no, yeah, seriously, I, I got cornrows because of R. Kelly. Like that's back in hilarious. the day, I didn't, I didn't realize that, or if yes. I did, I forgot. Like that's hilarious. Yes, I, I do I, remember bus you playing that all the time. Though. Yes, I love R. Kelly. One wish, one wish, or was it? I wish, I wish, I wish. <laughs> uh yeah. Um, he, I, I can separate the 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 talent from the person or whatever the you you have to you have to but some people can't and they like and I and I always and this really irritates the hell out of me because Chris Brown gets so much shit put on his name um he made a mistake we all made mistakes but like the fact that his one mistake is still like in a sense kind of haunting him to this day like with certain opportunities and certain things is crazy to me Granted, I'm not condoning what he did or anything like that, but he's yeah. one of the most talented persons. He has apologized, and if Rihanna has forgiven him and has gotten past it, why the f can't anybody else? Like it really, because he is literally like, I, I believe that if it wasn't for that hiccup, and I'm gonna call it a hiccup, and the reason I say that is because everybody that's listening to this. Everybody that's going to hear this has somebody in their family that done beat their bitch up. Excuse my language. <laughs> but your uncle done done it. Your cousin done did it. Your dad might have done it. Even You know, like, yeah, you have somebody in your family that's done it and you've turned a blind eye and you look past it and you chopped it up to that. Oh, that's just, you know, she shouldn't have yelled. She shouldn't have did this. Or, like, you know, that's just what it was. Um. So, but why do you hold Chris Brown to a higher standard? He's human, too. Um, so I don't know. I got love for Chris Brown. I ain't never met the dude, but I think that he's one of the most, if not the most talented artists that we have out right now, um, to this day and still consistently making 
Didn't he just music. come out with a new album or yes, something? Yes, yes, yes. He and has. I heard it was really good from like All critics or something. All albums are good. Like, I, I don't think that Chris Mons ever had a bad album. Granted, he does have about 30 songs on each album, so it's really hard for <laughs> you to say it's bad because he just all he does is record. Clearly, it's hard you know, to, it's hard to, it, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, he there's 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 nobody else, there's not there's nobody else that's like Michael Jackson. You can't compare Chris Brown to Michael Jackson. No. However, no, but yeah. Chris Brown is the first Chris Brown. And I'm just going to say that. And there's not going to be ever going to be another Chris Brown. Um, and and isn't that song. what you want, though? Like, for yes. myself, like, I've always, I, I used to, I, I tell Alex this all the time. Like, I'm like, I don't want, I, I used to think this when I was a kid. But I was like, I don't want to be like the next Quentin Tarantino. I don't want to mm-hmm. be the next Steven Spielberg. I want to be the first Lewis. I want people to be the next Lewis Rivera. Yes. That's what I want. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and it's going to go to show, like, the, like, Michael Jackson might have been the blueprint. Janet Jackson was the blueprint. But from that blueprint, we got Chris Brown. We have Beyonce. Right. We got the Rihannas. We got, you know, Jennifer Lopez's. We got, you know, like, we have all these great artists from these people. Like, you know, like, we right. Britney is a blue, the blueprint. But we have all of these great vocalists that became artists, such as Brandy, because of Whitney Houston. And yeah. now there's so many artists that have come out because of Brandy and so forth. You know, like it just it happens that way. It's it's possible to acknowledge that you you built you, what you're doing, your craft, on the shoulders of the greats mm-hmm. while still making a name for yourself. That's exactly. Unlike any other. So I just want people to stop giving like Chris Brown flack and like the only time that they post about him is because when it's something negative. Well, that's like, the nature of like it is, but media need, this days. But the, the crazy thing about it is that like that is the nature, and all of us say that we want that to stop, but yet all of us still feed into it. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to sound like the weird conspiracy theorist, but I really think it's mostly media. Like, like most of the time when you like anytime I'm on Facebook and I hear Twitter is is uh, outraged about something, I'm like unimportant. Like what? Like what is Twitter? What is like twenty people who You'd don't have a life who want to feel important and say something? Like I don't You'd care surprised. what they think; they're nobodies. I don't care what 20, nobody thinks. Twenty thousand people, but <laughs> twenty thousand, even though even twenty thousand, twenty thousand yes. is a drop compared to the what three billion, billion three yeah. billion we have, three million we have in America alone. Like yeah. that's nothing. Like that, like no one cares what they think. <laughs> they but shouldn't you, at least. But, you, but that's the thing; people do care. Which is so sad. People, yeah. And then we have these. And I, so I said something before I let this go. This podcast go. I said something. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I talked about it actually yet. You can correct me if I'm wrong. So, a couple of weeks ago, like May, June, we had that school shooting. <clears throat> it's not the first school shooting. It's not gonna. Be no, the it's last. not. It's not gonna be the last. I made, I said on social media, and I had, this had nothing to do with the school shooting. I said that, oh, this is funny that people are talking about how, like, they're afraid to send their kids to school, but, like, as a black person, and black mothers have always been afraid to send their kids to school just because of the nature of the world. Like, back in the day, the 60s, which wasn't that long ago <laughs> right right um the, like we were still in segregation you yeah know? yeah like no, so yeah people they were throwing bleach in the pool so black people couldn't swim there was there was hispanics and black people could not go into the same restroom as white people 
This is colored only. Like, so when I see people saying this stuff now, it's like, well, certain races have always had to deal with this. Well, and that's the thing. It's not really trending until it's affecting white people. No, that's very, very true. Well, somebody, one of my friends, we're not friends anymore because I said this, and they're not even white. Um, they're Hispanic and oh, Latinos. So some of our Latinos. Uh, no, some oh, of them are more racist. Them. Some of them are more racist than white people because they want to. Fit oh in. yeah. Because they want to fit in. Um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. sad. And, and you know what's so crazy? Like in California, it's like y'all the majority. Who are you fitting in with? You. you <laughs> they need to fit in with you. <laughs> like. But hey, we're just trying to climb to the top, I guess. I don't know yeah. what's going on in their heads. So, anyways, um, she was like the kid. You said that that was so insensitive. The kids were like pretending that they were dead and there was blood all over their bodies. And I wanted to say so, but were you there? How do you know there was blood? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But I didn't say that. But I was just like, well, I wasn't talking about the shooting at all. I was yeah. making a general statement off of things that I've seen what people have said. And two things can be true at the same time. Yeah. My, what you're saying, I'm not denying what you're saying. What happened was really, it was a, a sad tragedy. But what I'm saying is still true. So, and then I said, well, did you have this same sentiment when the black people got shot in the in the grocery store a week ago? And then a couple of days after that, the Asians got, a whole bunch of Asians got killed at a, at a, um, um, a church or something. Um, oh, it was like a shooting every weekend. They yeah, were like, what's next? Exactly. What's coming up this weekend? Because I was like, if you didn't feel the same way about those things, then... The real issue is you. Yeah. Because it's this like, how do I put this? A child's life is not more important than the, the adult's life that got killed. A life mm-hmm. is a life. Mm-hmm. That's just how I see it. Um. So she got up in her feelings and was upset and we are no longer cool. That's um, crazy. But I doubled down on what I said, but I'm just like, and she's like, well, Mexicans have have hard lives too who no you just all lives mattered me right now <laughs> because <laughs> i never said that mexicans didn't have it hard yeah how, yeah how is me saying black people or black mothers have always had to deal with this says that mexican mothers or, or asian mothers or other mothers have never had to deal with that never like me saying yeah. this does not mean that that's not true either so and it's just like the all lives matter thing like oh black lives matter but it's like black lives matter that doesn't mean that only black lives matter right it's just it, as it in is too ex- as an also yeah it is a it's an actual commentary on the condition of black experience it's exactly. the idea that we didn't matter so we want you to know we matter too exactly but that's people- the whole point of the statement <laughs> it's but yeah, people don't get nuanced. People don't get life is complex. It's not as simple as like these are bad guys and these are good guys. Yeah. Like I'm conservative and I don't believe abortion is right. I believe it's immoral, but I also believe women have the right to do what they want with their exactly. own bodies. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like 100% agree. And so I, it's like, like life is complex. Like I I'm very much have liberal I, I like I don't believe as a Christian that I should or need a firearm to protect myself in that necessarily, right? Like I don't need to go walking around town with a gun because people might kill me. Like I have to, it's sort of biblical to be meek and whatever, but 
I understand people want that. I'm going to, I think they should have the right to that safely, you know, yeah. but there's just these complex things that people, people want to make black so, and white. It's not yeah. that simple. Like the solutions aren't just yes or no. It's well, a little bit of this, a little bit yeah. of that. I agree with you with the abortion thing too, because I don't necessarily believe in abortion, but at the same time, I can't get pregnant. So I don't really, I don't feel that I have a say. <laughs> well, yeah, I, for me, I feel like it's a moot point because I think, when it comes to the idea of what life is and what murder is, I think we all have the right to have an opinion on it. Yeah. You know, not, not to say what a woman should to say what a woman has to do or should do. Mm -hmm. That's a different story, but to be like, I find this wrong because it, I believe this is a life. And if that's a life, then that's murder. Then that's, that's perfectly acceptable to have. That's a logical s yeah. step to take and the conclusion to make. But then it, it uh, Not to cut you off, but then it goes down to the fact that, what do we consider a life? And I think that the issue, the main issue that I see Ooh, yeah. with the government is that they're saying that like once someone's pregnant, then that considers a life. But with <sighs> other certain things, you don't consider it a life. No, no. Have you and seen that's the law? actually, I'm sorry, go on. Have you seen the law? I forget what state it is, but it's like if a woman is going to um, get an abortion, you have the right to shoot her and kill her. I forget what state it is. It's, it's Whoa, no, I have not heard this. This is crazy. I, 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 I'll post about it. I posted about okay. it before. Uh, I just don't, That's remember wild. What, I don't remember what state it is. Um, but it's like, how does that even make sense? Because <laughs> now you're killing her and the baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so, but like, but I mean, we all know the, I don't know if you know, but I'm saying that we all know that the only reason why that this thing is a thing is because um, white people are, they, they're they becoming, I don't want to say extinct, but they're like, they're not being the majority no more in the world. And the most pe the majority of people that get, the percentage that people that get abortions are white people. So a way, yeah, really? yeah. So a way to stop this from happening is to stop the abortions, and therefore these white women have to have these babies. So I don't. I have to. I have to look into that. That's interesting. I don't know about that theory. Have you seen? That's an interesting theory. The footage um, that happened a couple of weeks ago when they passed the law or whatever. And Trump was up there and he had this girl up there and she's all like, yes, um, I forget what she said, but she was along the lines of like, we've saved white lives. She like, she literally uh, said that. That sounds uh, like something, I, I recall something similar yeah, to that. Yeah. But like it all, and I was, and I had been telling people this for like, since last year, like this is the only reason why they're doing this. Like, you know, like they just, which is, I don't know. Like I love white, white people. I love all people. Um, I also hate white people, yeah. but I hate black people too. Like well, I don't yeah. discriminate. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where you don't hate them because of their gender identity yeah. or lifestyle or race. You hate them because of the character. Exactly. Like it's just you hate them because of how they particular person, not all white yeah. people. <laughs> like, right, I right, like right. I don't think Trump is racist, but I think that he's very calculated and smart and very ignorant. Um, but I don't like Trump because of Trump, not because he's white. He just happens right. and to I, be white. <laughs> I think that's the nuance of that whole people who like support or who are against abortions, like for in general, want laws mm -hmm. against it. I think it's yeah, I think there's a lot of that racial um, motivation. There's a lot of racist people who are probably driving a lot of this. But I think there are a lot of good people who just don't know any better. They've been taught like in order to truly stand for something like this, you have to stand completely against it. Yeah. And they, they've just, they've been indoctrinated. They, and, and, and unfortunately, I don't, I don't, 
there are just a lot of people who don't have the emotional or mental intelligence to be able to comprehend the nuance of like what we're talking about like that you can be against it but also be like hey but she has the right to do what she wants that's funny that you say that so this is like kind of off topic a little bit and we're going this podcast soon because it's almost at two hours (laughs) i'm sorry i i but i I remembered my aunt um she had got upset with her daughter because she didn't agree with her choices and her decision and i told her i was like you could still not agree with her but still support her right it, like it's still possible to support her and not agree with her decisions and she was like no i can't do that i'm like okay you no, you don't want to do that you definitely can do that <laughs> <laughs> but like you could still support them and let them know i don't agree with what you're doing but i'm still here for you when, yeah when you f up your life and, and well, here for you doesn't mean I'm going to pay your bills if stuff right. goes up, but it just means, you know, like you can call me and vent to me, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the irony of, of for me, like, I'm, I don't know if you've seen, I, I know you've probably seen my posts, but like, I really usually can go hard on conservatives. About, oh, next time. Oh, oh, we're going to, I had to block freaking Jorge, the other oh. Jorge, because <laughs> I was, oh, when I oh, tell yeah. you I was about to lose my religion on him, but you oh, continue man. what you're Believe saying. Believe me, I've fallen short a little bit from time to time if you've seen. <laughs> yeah, I did. But, yeah. But like, but like I go hard on them because like for me, the irony is that they don't understand the nuance of freedom in Christ. Yeah. Like we all have freedom in Christ. Everyone, even those who deny God, don't believe in God, have nothing to do with Christianity, they have freedom in Christ. And the nuance of, or or the the real the core meaning of freedom in Christ is your freedom to live whatever life you want, and to be loved and respected regardless. Yes, that's the freedom of Christ. So, like as a someone who's going to call themselves a Christian, if you're going to call yourself a Christian, number one, you got to live like one, which most of those people don't. Also, mm-hmm. like you got to like you can't be getting drunk. You know, just every once in a while, because you, you know, it's my, you know, well, go forgive me. Like it's not like that, right? It's not. You can't have that kind of heart. You know, you have to have a pure relationship with people, uh, girls. You know, there's just the the general rules that are basic, right? Mm -hmm. But then outside of that, you have to let people live, Mm -hmm. right? That's it. Those rules, as as far as being Christian, apply to you, yeah, and no one else. In fact, the Bible is clear. If you're a judge anybody, judge those who call themselves a Christian. Yeah. Not the people outside. The, our our goal is to be an ambassador. What does an ambassador do? He welcomes. He accepts. Mm-hmm. He sends an olive branch out. He he creates a, a, a safe space for peace, uh, you know, to support. You don't have to agree with them. You don't have to agree with these new gender identity uh, rule, I, 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 gender ideas and whatever, but you can still support Ideology. them. You know, mm-hmm. no, I totally 100% agree. Um, but yeah, I we, we have so much more to cover. <laughs> so oh, have to do gosh, I've yeah, I've uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but that Jorge, I literally had to um follow him because I'm like, oh, you're racist, like at this point, <laughs> you're bo- yeah. I don't want to say you're racist, but you're you're showing me and you're telling me that you are. Um, yeah, which is and I'm just like, I did not know because I mean, and it's one of those things that like and I find this with a lot of people that like they like you. 
but they don't like anybody else that looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, and I remember telling my mom, I was like, mom, I was like, you're not going to believe it. And she's like, I was like, Lewis went off on Jorge. <laughs> Cause you did. Um, and I was just like, I can't like, I don't know. I just couldn't. And there's other people that I like, and, and I, I guess like, and I know you probably heard the saying like the 2020 year 2020 was like, you know, it would open your eyes to a lot of things. And it, it really did It really like, did, yeah. like to people. And like, I never thought like I've had a friend say that they didn't believe in like um, racism. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> and like, and me and this friend was really close. And I'm just like, we don't really talk anymore. Cause at, at the point, like if you can't see the struggles that I face then you don't see me at all. Like, wow. and people say that, like, oh, you can't, like, oh, I don't see color, like, yeah, oh. I don't see color, but you have to see color, because if you don't see color, then you don't see me. Right. But I'm going right. to leave it there, because this is dying, and the podcast is about Ooh. two hours now. Um, all right, all but right. We will schedule another time, and we Absolutely. Will, you know, get I'll get to your questions next yeah, time. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> But thanks so much for doing the podcast. I do want to leave off. Hopefully this isn't cut out, but I want to leave off with a song um, because okay. we were talking so much about friendship and so stuff. And I came to this epiphany in the 20, year 2020 with how I was in relationships and how I found them. And there's this song and it literally helped me. Samo, I've had him on my podcast. You probably heard the episode with Samo. And yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. thanked him so much. I actually need to hit him up to do another one because I did thank him, but I don't. I, I he did so much for me, and it's always those things where you see, you see, like, oh, oh, my carry got me through so much or whatever. But like his music, like when I was in a certain place in my life, it I needed it, like you know, uh, and everything yeah. that he was singing about, and I, I was going through or I had went through, and I didn't, you know, and it was able to release. So this song is called Apology. I'm not going to play the whole song because it's eight damn minutes. But the end of the song is where, like, he like he just starts, like, kind of preaching in a sense. Um, and he mm-hmm. talks about how, like, the next people that come into my life, Lord, like, they need to come through you because Man. people don't know how to love me. And yeah, But let's just get into the record. And yep, thank yep. you guys so much. Um, we're going to have another podcast. And then you can talk about everything else that you are doing and going to be doing. And, yeah. So you guys know where to find me. Thanks for listening. And I know this is my longest podcast that I've ever had. So I apologize. But Sorry, I feel yeah. like it was good. So, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Terry. Thank no, you, Terry. No, no problem. Problem. Thank you. But uh, let's get into apology. God, in this moment, I need you. Send your healing angel to touch my heart. Take away that deep dark, that deep dark pain in the middle of my chest. Oh God, remove the hole in my chest. Oh, I feel it. Oh, I feel it. Is anybody out there that's ever felt this way? 
where you are right now, wave your hand in the sky. Wave your hands to God. Wave your hands to God. He's the only one that can save you from the pain. From the pain of love. From the pain of love. From the pain of love. Lift my hands to the Lord. I'm going to go ahead and give my heart to you, God. Because I can't take it, I can't take it. I always give it to the wrong one, wrong one. I always give it to people who don't understand love. So if anybody Giving my heart 